Hi, I'm Katja Williams, the Rural Mum, and today we're out here with Steph on Allington talking, you've married the farmer, or you're about to marry the farmer, now what? Welcome Steph. Well, thank you for having me. So Steph, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, everything that goes on here? Hi, um, well so I'm Stephanie Summer, so um, I live on Allington with my partner Nick. Um, we moved out here about 12 months ago um, after his uh, company has um, purchased the place. Um, he is a full-time farmer and um, I am a business professional based in Dubbo. I'm currently on maternity leave so I get to spend the um, majority of my days out here um, with our son Arthur who was born last May um, but I will be heading back to work soon. Um, but it is a privilege to be able to live out on the farm and enjoy the beautiful views and um, a different natural environment that sort of um, is something that not everyone gets to do, especially someone who's gone to work in an office uh, for most of their professional career. Yeah. So Steph, when you are out here on the farm um, during your maternity leave, what sort of daily roles and duties do you do both you know at home as well as as out on out in the paddock yeah um so in terms of the farm i like to contribute where i can be useful um, i am a professional gate opener not always well but i try um, we get out in the cow yards as much as possible my son arthur likes to take a nap in the carrier when uh, we can be screaming and yelling and uh, doing whatever we need to do um, and he can just fall asleep because he's kind of used to it um, but yes I, this place does uh, a lot of work predominantly with Angus cattle um, so um, I love to get in the yards whenever I get the opportunity um, weather permitting because of our young son and don't like him to get too cold or too hot but um, yeah we try and get out and about and I can um, help check things from time to time. Um, basically anywhere I'm useful. Um, I do a lot of the admin uh, where it is possible but um, not all of it obviously and um, there's so much to farm in and so much to learn and I'd say I'm probably only one percent of what you could possibly learn farming at this stage. In the apprentice stage. Yeah very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Master of none. Yes, <laughs> Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. yeah. Steph, since moving out here to the farm, what do you think were some of the main hurdles that you had to learn to overcome, particularly when your son came on board? Um, one major hurdle was uh, we have a creek through the driveway of the place um, and we did get flooded in a lot. And being someone who's grown up in town with a lot of access to the supermarket when you need stuff, uh, it was a big learning curve to have to have um, sort of a stocked up supply that could last you not just a few days, but maybe like a week or two. Um, we also learned that we had to pack a bag if we went to town because we got cut off a few times and didn't get home. Um, so like we ended up having to crash at families facing town um, a bit. So that was probably one of the one of the hurdles. We've had COVID a few times. We've um, also just basically getting used to not being so social would be a big thing for me in my um in my professional life i have a very social career um which involves a lot of charity events and, and that kind of thing 
Um, and I did have to take a step back and slow down and get used to my own company for a while, which is a bit strange. Um, Arthur is good company, but he doesn't talk a lot, even now, he's just learning. So, um, yeah, it, I, I would say that having um, good internet and, um, you know, social media is helpful in that sense so you don't feel so alone. But um, we're, we're not far from town, but it doesn't feel like we can go to town every day. That's a waste of fuel. Yeah. So <laughs> it's too expensive to do that. But. Was there certain activities that you did on farm or any certain steps that you did um, that might be helpful for others in the same um, learning area that they are at the moment of motherhood? Um, we did put a, a capsule base in the ute yep. so that um, we have spare ute here that if I needed to get out and about I can um, and Nick can just give me a call and say hey we're doing this do you want to come out yep. um, or that kind of thing. Uh, Nick will try and come home for lunch when he can so it's just extra help um, if, if you're having a rough day but um, that's probably the majority but I always have a bag pretty much ready to go, just got to throw in one or two things, yep. so I can be a bit more snappy. Yep. Um, what kind of things do you have in your go bag? Sunscreen, hat, nappies, um, wipes, all the basic change, change clothes, all that kind of stuff. Um, make sure there's a lot of, and now as he's getting older, and this, it's always snacks. Yeah, always snacks. Like, yeah. <laughs> snacks <you> know, <laughs> yeah, just buy some time occasionally. But. <laughs> Before moving to the farm, or once you were here, was there a piece of advice that you were given that resonates with you that you would use on a daily basis here on the farm? Um, one of my uncles said to me that you can do things the simple way or the hard way, and sometimes it's easier to do things the simple way. Um, and I do keep that in the back of my mind um, because you can get that there's so many ways to do so many things. The easiest way is the best way. A little bit less complicated so. yeah so don't overthink things kind yeah. of kind of mentality um yeah and just yeah take the straight line yeah <laughs> um. steph what do you think are the most important things that you've learned here on the farm or even you know in your journey to getting here um having good communication would be a big one for us my partner uh nick and i we do try and communicate on a regular basis as best as possible. Uh, everyone has flaws in this area, doesn't matter what you're doing. Uh, but even, you know, trying to have respectful communication is probably a big one. Sometimes that can get out the window um, in different areas. So I'm very conscious of that, you know. Everyone has a bad day, but as long as you're respectful and you explain why, this is why I feel this way. Um, that's probably one area that we, we try and be good at. and. Um, you know, communicating where you're at or, yeah, um, you know, the days that I, you know, have been struggling a bit, you know, I just need to get out of the house or whatever, go for a walk or whatever, um, he's pretty supportive of that and um, I think that being a good team is a very important thing. Yeah. Um, and because, you know, this farming is very ambiguous, there's so much you could possibly do and, and is that the other thing, um, having trying to get on the same page about you know what each other want to achieve um, so you can support them in what they want to achieve um, is something that I try to uh, 
you know, communicate well on. Uh, for instance, my partner Nick is very into um, animal welfare and their health, and um, that is what interests him. Um, breeding, uh, and his main focus is sort of on that area. Um, and I try to, because I now re I know that, I pay more attention in that space of learning. Um, whereas if he was into cropping or whatever, that would be a different, sort of shift my focus a bit more. So I do strongly believe that one of the most important lessons on the farm is having an awareness of where you're at and what's around you um, because there are hazards sort of everywhere, um, not just the insect variety but uh, moving machinery. Um, you know, if you've got young children, um, it's having the, you know, signage and, and bits and pieces up and around and having uh, people who are coming onto the place aware of um, that you do have kids around or it's even dogs, you know, dogs can get run over and that kind of thing. Um, but it's, yes, having awareness so you don't, um, you know, step on that snake that's there or um, trying to, just trying to be as safe as possible even though um, we can't be 100% protected all the time because we're dealing with wildlife and um, circumstances that, you know, are not normal for a um, home life. Lots of moving parts. Yeah. 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 Are there certain elements that you've put in place since moving to the this homestead and, and since moving to the farm um, to implement safety on a further level um, outside just awareness? and that signage, like was there any fences erected or anything like that? Uh, we're in the process of, uh, we plan to redo the, the home yard here um, with, a, with a higher fence because we do have a dam that's close by, so that's sort of, it's on the list of jobs to do as yeah. we all have a list, but um, there, there has been discussions about such things. Um, and we're, we're lucky after he's only just starting to move, so that's why we're moving in that space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looking to put up, uh, you know, a few few signs saying that you know children on farm and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Once Arthur's moving a little bit more, because he's crawling at the moment. Yeah. So once he gets moving a little bit more, do you think that will change the dynamic of how he is interacting in the yards? Yes. Yeah. So um, obviously when he's able to be in a carrier or a pram, it's a lot easier. As he starts running around, it is definitely more dangerous. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sort of, that's an unknown, we haven't gone down that road yet, um, but it is something that I'll be very careful about. Um, just knowing that accidents do happen, uh, you know, to take to something to go wrong. Um, but, yeah. In, in saying that, we do, being a family business, everyone is invested in his safety, as, as I am, so um, we're very lucky in that regard. Um, but they obviously have to be a part of it too. Um, growing up, I spent a lot of time on my family properties and that kind of thing. Um, we did a lot more sheep work than cattle work at our younger age, just due to the safety. Um, as sheep are obviously a lot smaller of animals than the cattle, but um, we still did do it. Um, we probably just didn't have as much hands-on in those early years. Yeah, it's not to have your own kids and suddenly become a nervous Nelly. Yeah, absolutely, and your anxiety ramps up 
mm. once you've got your own kids before then you can kind of you're just looking after yourself and you know your partner or whoever's working the yards with you and then it's just ramps yeah. up it definitely does yeah yeah would there be um, top tips, tricks, hacks that you would pass on to um, other mums and parents who are out here in the rural landscape? <laughs> yeah. um, for me, it is making sure that um, electronic communications uh, you do invest in technology, um, having good access to whether it's good internet um, via satellite, um, or a mobile booster so there's better phone service um, at least around the house um, it does pay off for me um, working in town and that kind of stuff if there's a day that the creeps up and I can't go to work and I can work from home it gives you a bit more freedom um, keeps that connectivity there um, that is one of my biggest gifts another one um, a very basic homekeeping is always going to be mice around the farm uh, so you know, I'd use a lot of uh, clear glass jars just because of the plastic waste um, and that kind of thing. You can see what's in them if you have to do a quick shop and you can see what you're getting low on really quickly um, with keeping the mice out. Um, that's, that's something that I do. Um, one of the biggest ones I have is, is make time for fun. You know, like, um, it is, there's always something to do on the farm. Um, it's very important to have time with each other time with the kids, uh, you know, time also going to town and socialising with your friends and, um, you know, find it, there's no such thing as balance in life, but if you do rotate what you're doing occasionally and you fit it in occasionally, <laughs> it's good. Yep. Um, I find that uh, that helps with, you know, having something interesting to talk about, it's not maybe just the kids all the time. Um, which I am definitely in that phase of just talking about Arthur, 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 Arthur. Um, I'm just watching the wasp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another tip is watch out for paper wasps and get rid of the nest pretty quick. Um, which there's one up there and there. <laughs> Nick said he got them this week. <laughs> um, More wildlife. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's constantly everywhere. Um, but, yeah, having time for fun. Um, I'm very lucky that I find going out on the bike or the youth or um, just getting in the cow yards, that's fun for me, um, but that's not everyone's cup of tea, so whatever it is, your cup of tea, making time to do that, and um, yeah, I think most farmers will work as much as possible from sun up to sun down if you don't occasionally say, hey, like, pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> Make yeah. time for me. Yeah. Yeah. Something is low for expectations that your house is perfectly clean because you can take away all the cobwebs and then all of a sudden that it was a big adjustment to come out and have to deal with pumps and things when you're not used to it. Like I've only ever been in town so you could turn on and tap it in the time um, and we do run out of water and you have to switch tanks and that kind of thing which is something um, for me it has been learning to hear the sound of the pump coming in and out. Uh, and if it is doing that and there's no water coming out of the taps, you've got a quick start turn off the pump. Um, so you have to burn out, which is something you have to sort of burn. Yep. Um, and then address the problem, whether it be reroute water yep. from another tank or that kind of thing. Um, it's also being conservative with, with the rainwater. Yep. So. Um, in terms of water con uh, conservation, 
Um, I do think that, you know, it is planning that, you know, you, you might in town uh, do washing every day. Um, whereas I make sure I've got a full load. Um, I try and do, uh, we, we do have a reasonably sized washing machine, so a, bit, a fair bit in. Um, but yeah, I don't just run it with three things in it. It's not going to be helpful in the long run. Yep. Um, and, you know, even the washing up, trying not to do that constantly. We've been very lucky with water this year with the, um, with the rain we have, but it has um, dropped off at the moment, which is making a few people a little bit nervous, but hopefully it comes back. And we are at the mercy of Mother Nature, and that is something in itself. You have to be very flexible. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say that that is an, another one of my top tips, is learning to be flexible, because um, your partner's never going to be home uh, at the time that he thought he'd be home. Um, even having appointments, you know, uh, in town and that kind of thing, you've always got to have a bit of contingency time. Um, I'm getting better at my own contingency time. Once I've got something set in town uh, that I've got to be at and plan to be there, because not only does the baby delay you um, and the packing and getting car ready and all that other stuff that comes in the way, but it also is a very much a... Um, you know, giving yourself a bit of time if there's traffic on the road and bits and pieces as well. Mm -hmm. You've spare parts picked up. Yeah, and bits and pieces. Um, and it, that is another thing actually, is the more that you improve communication, you can save trips to town. Um, we're, we're very lucky in the fact that uh, we've got members that come out every day from town because they live in town. Um, and my in-laws coming in and out so there's usually a few people um, coming in and out but um, we're definitely we're working on a, um, a shared calendar to try and get everyone on the same page so we can do a bit better scheduling and um, you know help out and spread the love you know if I, when I'm going back to work if I'm going into town for something or can I take a view in at least to do a rego or something like that. Mostly, if, if you're in a position where sort of I am and you've sort of, you've been around for a while but you're just sort of, you know, you're still learning and you're jumping in, is to not be afraid to um, put your hand up and have a go. Um, there is, you know, you don't have to be perfect at anything and it's okay to say that you don't really know and ask questions, but out um, my family's going to get sick of me asking questions because I'm like, what's that about? You know, what's this happening and why is it like that? And, um, but because farmers are very passionate people, they're usually very willing to share that information with you and, and um, it gives them an opportunity to talk about their craft, which they like to do too. Because yeah. so, um, all farmers that I've ever met, you know, they put so much dedication into what they do um, and there's so much more to it than anyone on the would ever realise uh, because it's such very you know you can go in any direction it just depends on the passion of the family that you're dealing with so Steph thank you very much for sitting down with us welcoming us to Ellington and uh, thank you no worries it's been interesting to have the opportunity to talk um, would definitely not say I'm an expert but I'm always happy to have a go so thank you Thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you in our next episode. If you've missed any previously, um, look at the links below. I'll add some of our previous interviews there. If you have any questions or comments, please put them in the section and we will see you next time. Thank you.
Thank you.